0: Welcome to the Addison Free Will Baptist Church Sermon Podcast. Here you can find sermons from our Sunday and Wednesday night services. You can find more information about the ministry of Addison FWB Church on our website, addisonfwbchurch.org. Today, we'll hear from Pastor Matt Smith preaching He's My Hero from Luke chapter 8 verses 22 through 25. Right over in the book of Luke, real familiar scripture, chapter 8. I'd like to ask everybody to stand if you would, again, if you can. It's willing to. Chapter 8, verse 22. It says, Now it came to pass on a certain day that he went into a ship with his disciples and said unto them, Let us go unto the other side of the lake. And they launched forth. But as they he fell asleep, and there came down a storm, a wind on the lake, and they were filled with water and were in jeopardy. And they came unto him and, and awoke him, saying, "Master, Master, we perish!" Then he arose and rebuked the wind and raising of the water, and they ceased, and there was a calm. And he said unto them, "Where is your faith?" And they, being afraid, one or saying one to another, "What manner of man?" Is this, for he commandeth even the wind and water, and they obey him. Everybody bow their heads, one of us asked the Lord, Father, we ask the Lord to bless this word tonight, Lord, and help us, Lord, to preach your word the way you would have us to preach it, Lord, that your word to go out, Lord, the way you want it to go, and everything to go according to your will, and for one here lost the Lord out your will, tonight be a night that they call on your name and make things right between you and him and you. We ask you right now, Lord, these things in Jesus Christ's holy, precious name, and amen. You may be seated. I thought for a text tonight, he's my hero. That's what the Lord is. I mean, you think about all the, you know, you've heard about Superman and Spider-Man and all these comic books, heroes. That is not true. But tonight I'm going to tell you who the true hero is. Jesus Christ. He ain't in no comic book. He is the Word of God. He's real today. I tell you what, you can get just as close to Him as you want. I mean, here it was, you know, that Jesus said we're going to the other side. tell you what it says here, you know, To rescue a person is uh, to save someone from a dangerous or difficult situation. Liberate, free, deliver, save, redeem, release, ransom, set free, redemption, salvation, deliverance. That's my hero. He delivered me and he delivered you from the lake of fire. I tell you what, he is tonight the real, true hero. Praise his holy name. You know Jesus said right here? He said that we are going to the other side. They may have asked him, Lord, why why are we going to the other side? I don't know. The Bible don't say that they asked that. That's just me thinking out loud. But I can just hear the Lord saying, don't worry about it. Didn't I tell you? If he didn't tell me, it must not be none of my business. Because Jesus, see His ways are higher than our ways. He's on a mission. He said that we're going to, go on to the other side because He knew what was on the other side of waiting for Him. He's going to leave the ninety-nine and tell you what He was going over there to a man that was full of the devil. And when Jesus got over there, I tell you what, the, the, the demons come to him and say, what did you come to... before our time? The to us?" Jesus is a true hero. He cast them devils out of that man Nobody could do nothing with him. You know, you've heard a priest before. You've read it. You've heard it taught. You know the man was crazy, cutting himself, burning himself, hurting himself. Nobody wanted him around. So he was living in the tomb. In other words, he was living like right over here in a cemetery among the dead people. Nobody alive wanted him around because he was full of the devil. He was, he was I guarantee you, that he was full of the devil. He was a mean, I don't know how old he was, if he was an old man or a young man. All I know is he was full of the devil. Said so legions. Had, I don't know how many that is, but that's a whole lot of demons within him. And all he wanted to do was hurt himself. Cut himself. They tried to chain him up. Nobody can do nothing with him. But the Lord left all the other ones behind. He left the ninety-nine. looking for that one lost sheep. He said we're going over there because I tell you what, he was on a mission. See, the Lord loves us. People, you know, it's lost. Thanks that they went too far. I tell you what, the Lord loves you. He wants to save you. He wants to be your hero. He has done everything that He can do to save you. Tell you what, He he went over there. You know, on their way over there, the, the waves started hitting the boat. The water started coming in. And the Lord was asleep in the bottom of the boat and His disciples come, Lord, don't you care that we perish? And the Lord come out and rebuked the wind and rebuked the waters. And, tell you, and then there came a, a calm and they said, what manner of man is this? That even the winds and the water obey his voice. He was our hero. I tell you what, Jesus said, we're going to the other side. You know what he told me? When I got saved, we're going to the other side. We got family over there that's already. They've already ran their race. They kept the faith. And they're in heaven tonight. I got no doubt about it. There's no doubt at all about it where they're at. And I know we can go. I tell you, we can't bring them back. But like David said, I can go to them. We can go to them. All we got to do is keep our hand in his hand. He's our hero. This book right here, it's all about him. I told somebody the other day, any time that you take the focus off of Jesus Christ you're out of his will because it's all about him it ain't about me I may tell you what the Lord has done for me what the Lord has delivered me from where he brought me from but all the focus is on him what he did not what I did I did nothing I tell you what he did it all on Calvary, so he's my hero today, and I want everybody to know that I appreciate Jesus Christ. I appreciate God the Father. I appreciate God the Holy Ghost. I appreciate all three of them. I tell you what because you take them all or you don't take none of them. They're all as one. They're not arguing. Tell you what, I got the Holy Spirit right here. He's the one that leads us and guides us in the path of righteousness for His name's sake. Not for my name's sake. Tell you what, we're going all the way. You know all the way with the Holy Spirit leading and guiding you. You can make it today if you want to. It's up to you. Because God's will and not perish all kind of repentance. He is our true Hero, nothing is going to come up on us that we're not able to bear. And I tell you what, with every temptation that comes up on us, God gives us a way of escape, and it's all right in here. It ain't no fairy tale. It ain't like Humpty Dumpty. It ain't one of those wise tales that you heard when you're little kids and you read their little stories. It's true today. He's the true God today. He loves each and every one of us and he walks in. I just don't understand it. The God that created this whole world that hung the stars up, hung the moon up. Me and Brother Ryan was talking this morning about our light, to let our light shine out here in this world. See, we're, as a Christian, what we are, we're like the moon. We reflect, reflect the sun. We reflect the true light which is Jesus Christ. If you're a child of God, you can't help it but to let your light shine before men and glorify the Father. That's what it's all about. He is our hero today. He paid a price. He earned that title, the Savior of the world. He loves each and every one of us. Praise His holy name. And I'd like to talk about the woman, you know, the brother woman to Jesus and said, you know, they caught her in the very act of adultery. This is when Jesus was in the temple and they come to Him saying this woman was caught in the very act. Right over in the book of John, chapter 8, Rome, verse 1, says the woman was caught in the very act. And now Moses, in the law, commanded us that such should be stoned. But what do that say? See, I said it the other day, you know, people like to quote the scripture To the Lord, He is the Word, and the Bible talks about you know after they said that, that, you know he he stooped down and he started he started writing in on the in the ground in the dirt, and I don't know the Lord I don't nobody knows what he he was writing now I don't know. I always kind of thought maybe it's writing all those names down that was with her, or, but I don't really know. But today, as I was reading that, and I was thinking about the Lord when he stooped down, you know, they, they said here, you know, they said here, now Moses in the law commanded us that such should be stoned, but what does that say? And then right over here in Leviticus, I was thinking maybe this might have been what he's writing, but I don't know, it's just my... This is my thought. He said, And the man that committeth adultery with another man's wife, even he that committeth adultery with his neighbor's wife, the adulterer and the adulteress shall surely be put to death. See, that's like the devil. You see, the devil, he only wants to give you a little bit of the scripture just like he told Adam and Eve. He told Adam and Eve, God told them not to eat of that fruit of that tree, but if you do, you shall surely die. And now you see Moses, they're bringing uh, this woman under Moses' law to Jesus saying she was caught in the very act. Where's her partner at? If she's caught in the very act, both of us supposed to be stoned to death. But Jesus stooped down and was right. And I don't know what he was right. He just stooped down like he was not paying them, no, never mind. And then he said, Ye that is without sin, cast the first stone. And from the oldest to the youngest, they started dropping them stones. And Jesus said, go and sin no more. He was her hero. That day, she could have been, the Lord could have said, well, then stone her. But he didn't say that. Because his mercy endureth forever. His love for you endureth forever. I tell you what, I'm glad that we're serving a God who loves us. No matter where we're at, I tell you, when I was lost, I didn't really care. But when I laid my head down on my pillow, I knew that I was lost. And I was really glad. Really, I was glad because I was raised in church. I was glad that His mercy endureth forever. Because I knew if I left this world in that state, that I would split hell wide open. I didn't have to ask nobody if I was lost. That's why I don't have to ask anybody if, if I'm saved. Because I knew when I was lost. And when I got right with God, all the old things passed away. I, I, things I do now, I wouldn't do back then. And I don't want to turn back. There's nothing to turn back to. The Bible says, if you turn back, you're like a dog returning to its vomit. Why in the world would I want to be like that? I want to keep my eyes on the Lord. I want to focus on Him because I tell you what, He's my hero today. He's the one that saved me. The devil had me all bound up. The devil had me wrapped up and Jesus loosed me and let me go. He gave me a new name. Why would I want to go back to that? I want to go forward. I, I, all I want to hear him say is, enter in. And by the way, here's your white rock with your new name on it. Nobody else even knows it. It's a personal relationship. God loves us. You know, a lot of people say, if I die, it's not if you die, it's when you're going to. And it ain't like if you sin, it's when you sin. We all sin and come short of the glory of God. I don't know, maybe you have he that knows to do good and don't do it, sin. I mean, we don't know. But we got an addict with the Father who's making an intercession for us that when we fail him, he's our hero. He's our Savior. He's right there to pick us up. He's right there to forgive them, just like He did this woman here that was caught in the very act of adultery. He said, go and sin no more. Praise His holy name. He is worthy of all praise. And Jesus, over in the book of Matthew... Chapter 14, verse 24 says, But the ship was now in the midst of the sea, tossed with waves, for the wind was contrary. And in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went unto them, walking on the sea. You know, it kind of goes along a little bit with the Sunday school lesson this morning, talking about the shadows, Here he was, Jesus, was walking on the water in the middle of a storm. And they all was afraid. They all thought it was some kind of a ghost and some kind of a spirit. And Jesus said, be not afraid. It is me. It's I. And Peter said, Lord, if it is, let me come out to you. Right in the middle of the storm. And Peter got out of the boat and kept his eyes on the Lord. But see that we'll do all right long as we keep our eyes on the Lord. But like Peter, Peter looked around. He started looking at the storm and he started sinking and he raised out his hand, Lord, save me. And the Lord right there picked, grabbed to the hold of his hand and picked him up. See, when we're going through a storm, if we will just keep our eyes upon Jesus, we can make it all the way. But whenever we look around at the storm, at the circumstances of the storm, then that is when we fall. That is when we fail. I tell you what, we keep our hand in His hand and keep focused. See, a lot of times we lose focus. I'm talking about my. You know, you talking about when you teach Sunday school, when you teach classes. That a lot of times it's for you. Well, when I preach, a lot of times it's for me. I need to stay focused. I need to keep my eyes on him not on what's going around me I have a lot of things going around me that a lot of people might might fall I don't know I talked to somebody this morning and they said they know this preacher that's going through a lot of things like I've been through and now they're not preaching anymore I said well that's on them I've done made my mind up. Whatever comes this way, I'm going to keep focused. I'm going to keep my eyes on the Lord. I'm going to do what He saved me. I said, Lord, if you'll save me, I'll serve you the best way I can. And the best way I can is keep my eyes on Him and stay focused on the Lord Jesus Christ and to thank what the price that He paid for each and every one of us, if we can just picture, if we can just try to visualize that cross of Calvary, I believe it'll make a big difference to help us stay focused, to know that the Lord, He stayed focused. He didn't have to go to that cross, but He went anyway because He loved us. He went all the way. He could have could any time said, Father, I don't believe I want to do this. These people beat me all night. Pulled the hair out of my face. Took a whip to me. Now they're going to drive spikes in my hand. They took turns hitting me. Pulling the hair right out of my face. The very ones that I want to save. That I come to redeem. Hates me and then you know yet when somebody says something to offend me or offend you first thing we want to do is stay home and don't want to go to church I'm not going to go to church I'm not going to read my Bible I ain't going to listen to my gospel music tell you what we ought to focus upon Jesus because he is our hero today and I tell you what he paid a great price that we can go to heaven I'll tell you what We was all going on our way to hell. It don't matter who you are. Don't matter what your last name is. Don't matter how much money you got. Don't matter how poor you are. We was all born sinners. Lost. But through the blood of Jesus Christ, that's the only way we can make it to heaven. He's our hero. He's God's hero. God sent the best that He had. Tell you what, there is no other way. There is no better. We're going to get there on Jesus Christ or we're not going. When we get to heaven, you can just walk up to anybody and say, How did you get here? Through the blood. How did you get here? Through the blood. There'll be no other story. It's through the blood of Jesus Christ and nothing else. It ain't gonna, we're not going to get there. you are never going to hear anybody say, how do you get there? Oh my goodness. Oh my righteousness. You'll never hear that. Because our righteousness is filthy rags in the eyes of God. And there's none good, no, not one. Jesus Christ is the only one, only way we're going to make it on His righteousness. And we can make it. I've had people tell me what I would go to church if I could just live it. You can live it through Jesus Christ. He's the one that lives it within us. All you got to do is ask him to come in and he'll clean that heart up and he'll move in. You don't want to get it all cleaned up and not let him move in. Because when you do that, the devil's coming back. And he's going to bring seven of his buddies with him. And then you're going to be worse off than you was from the beginning. So the best thing to do is let the Lord clean you up inside and invite him to move in your heart. And I tell you what, the devil won't be able to do nothing with you. I tell you what, Jesus is our hero today. Praise his holy name. I was thinking about the man who was paralyzed over in the book of Mark and they they couldn't get to the Lord and they had to lay him down through the roof. That's the kind of termination we need. We need to go out here in the highways and byways and compel them to come in that God's house could be filled up So that we can get him to Jesus. Because, see, his friends knew if they can get him to Jesus, Jesus could take care of him. And I know for a fact if we can get the lost to Jesus, he'll save them. Our neighbors, you know, I had neighbors over there, they always said, Oh, we're the good old boys good old boys go to hell it takes the blood of Jesus Christ to go to heaven see a lot of people think I've had somebody tell me not long ago well if this person didn't make it to heaven nobody is my question is was they born again because you're not going to get there because you're good just because you're a good neighbor or or help feed the hungry, or give money to the poor. I mean, all that's good, but it's not. you can't buy your way into heaven. It took God's only son to give his life so that we can go to heaven. There's no other way. The Bible says if you think you're going to go another way, you're the same as a thief and a robber. And the way there, the end there is going to be a lake of fire. We need to make sure that everything is under the blood. If you'll, this, the Bible says, if you believe in your heart, confess it with your mouth. The Bible says, the same shall be saved. He's our hero. And old Paul and Silas, see they was in prison for preaching the word. Got beat. Was in chains. You know, regular people would probably have be been over there laying down, feeling sorry for themselves, saying, here I was just out here trying to do the Lord's work and got beaten. Now I'm thrown in prison here. Who knows what they're going to do to me next. But about the midnight hour, they started singing praises to God. And you know what happened? Whenever they started singing praises to God, the hero showed up. The chains fell off. I know whenever we're going through something, it is hard to praise, you know, to start praising God and singing songs when, when your heart is broke. But I tell you what, if we could just do that, I tell you what, we could see God move. I know one thing, the things I've been through, if it wasn't for God, I'd probably be over buried buried across the road. And so would a lot of other people. But when you got the Lord, you can make it. Because he's right there. He gave us that Holy Spirit, which also is called a Comforter, to comfort us, to strengthen us. God puts that shield around us. It's like he did Job. He had that hedge around him. The Lord does that for his children. And tell you what, he don't allow no more come on us than what we're able to bear. And he's all, he said, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. I'll be with you always even in the funeral homes, even in emergency rooms, even in the cancer centers. He'll be with you always. And he's always right there, a friend that's closer than any brother. I've had friends, I thought they were my friends, because I ain't seen them for years, (coughs) since I got saved. They don't come around. And that's all right, because I got the Lord and I got a whole lot better friends ones that loves me ones that knows me and still yet they love me thank you that's what the love of God can do for you that's why we come together to love one another to help one another make it just to make it that extra mile because we're all going one of these days I want to meet everybody in heaven I tell you, because heaven is a real place. I just think, I just got a, like a a little bit of a vision of heaven, just a little thought, like you just be down here maybe preaching the word and look down and all of a sudden you're on streets of gold. And when you get to heaven, I, I can just see my mom or brother Rick over there talking and Turn around and say, Come on over here, Matt. Because heaven, time's no more in heaven. I believe heaven's that real. Well, you know what? We're going to get together in heaven. We're going to have a time of our life and we're going to tell you what, we'll never have to say goodbye again. There'll be no more pain. There'll be no more sickness. I tell you what, heaven is a real place where real people are going. And I tell you what else, hell's a real place where real people going and we need to remember that. That's going to help me to be a better witness out there, to invite more people When I was cleaning my dad's garage out, throwing stuff away, it made me realize that none of that stuff really matters. And I had people stop by wanting stuff. I'd set stuff out there that I just wanted people to take if they wanted it. Well, they take it. I invited them to church. I said, see that church? I said, I'm the pastor up there right now why don't you come on up, you would be more than welcome, I said, you probably know people up there anyway, and I said, you're more than welcome, well, not right now, but I'd ask people, I thought, well, that's just a good, good way to ask people, you want that chair, how about coming to church, you want that old lawnmower, you're invited to church, Whatever's out here, you can have it. But I'll tell you what I like. I like to invite people to church because I believe in this church. I got faith in this church. I've come here. I was raised here and I got saved here. And I tell you what, it's a good place to bring the lost to get right with God. Because I tell you what, they can meet the hero right here. And I tell you, that's what it's all about. I want to take as many people to heaven as we can. As we stand and get a song, Well, Jamie. You've been listening to the Addison Free Will Baptist Church Sermon Podcast. You can find more information and explore our outreach ministries on our website at addisonfwbchurch.org. Thank you for listening.